Welcome back to CC Airwaves. My name is Joel Hansel. Joining me today is Rhonda Abrams and Kathy McKiernan. Welcome. Hello, Joel. Hello, Rhonda. Hello, everyone. Today's episode of CC Airwaves is our Father's Day podcast, and we'd like to start off by pointing out some differences between Father's Day and Mother's Day. Yeah, I think there's a a stark difference between the way we celebrate the two holidays. And it's kind of um, an afterthought. Sometimes if you have Mother's Day that's very outgoing and very flamboyant and all these flowers and gifts and all that. And then Father's Day is a little bit more subdued some, sometimes in some families. So let's just talk a minute. What? Why do you think that is? Is it that way in your family? Um, what about you, Kathy? Well, I think... I think there is a slight difference, but I think, you know, maybe Father's Day's gifts are more oriented towards sports in my house or um, outdoor activities. My husband loves to golf, so uh, that's usually in the in the play for that weekend at some point. Um, meals rather than flowers. I guess a cookout is typical in our house, um, either at my mom's or our house, and, you know, greeting cards, maybe a golf shirt, that kind of thing, or usually golf. But Father's Day is usually a date for um, dads all over to either celebrate just with their families or to actually spend time with their friends. Uh, Kathy, you mentioned um, golfing. Some yeah, might like to nice fish, thing. some might like the boat. Um so yeah, I, I think the fish, he, he does that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think there's, I think it's going to differ probably a little more among the fathers than it does the mothers. I think the mother's day is traditionally mass followed by brunch right. and, um, uh, and, and, and like you said, flowers in the card and, and a, yeah, a little and more life, sentimental life with, with children too, takes you on different Routes. I know this Mother's Day was spent at with fifteen thousand other people, or more than that, at Ohio State with graduation. Mm. So you'd kind of go with the flow with what's going on. But yeah, all right. How is it different for each of you and your families? Um, I can speak for my own family. Um, we only have one father left in our um, blended families. Mm -hmm. My uh, siblings, families, and our family. My father is deceased, and so is my sister's husband. And my husband is the only father who's left, so we kind of like use him as the <laughs> symbol for all fathers. Even though Father's Day is about the living and the deceased, we kind of focus on him and give him the attention that day. Yeah. That's nice. I would say we, we celebrate my husband, obviously, and also my deceased father and father-in-law, whether it's um, a cookout even just at my mom's so that she in some way is recognizing his fatherhood. And, and then, you know, deceased, my, my father-in-law in Cincinnati is buried, so we, we don't get to go to the cemetery very often, but we think of him and maybe we watch a video of his life that was made as a memorial to him or we'll do something along those lines. I think in my case, Mother's Day and Father's Day don't um, really look all that different. Um, 
my parents and my wife's parents all live out of town. So there would be some degree of uh, difficulty in getting together, you know, some driving, you know, a lot of time in the Mm -hmm. car. So really the past several years, the Mother's Days, Father's Days have been pretty much, you know, phone calls um, and greeting cards. Um, But in terms of uh, myself, like, like Father's Day, usually, I mean, it, doesn't really differ too much from most other Sundays during the summer. Uh, some kind of uh, outdoor activity, uh, whether we go to the park or go ride bicycles, and followed by you know something that I cook on the grill. Whereas with Mother's Day, depending on the weather, you you know you, I can't you can't always grill, but maybe you're making like this past Mother's Day, my wife wanted lasagna, so I, I made her lasagna. Um, Good man, Joel. So, uh, oh, I mean, I'm I'm, 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 I'm multi-talented. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I can't, awesome. you know, I'm, <laughs> brag a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think Mother's Day and Father's Day are both days where we we want to celebrate our um, heritage of our maternal and our paternal ancestors and our loved ones. Um, here's some interesting facts about Mother's Day and Father's Day that I I found on the internet. Both of those holidays, even though we celebrate now, it more focuses on the living parents, they both originated as memorials for the deceased, for the departed. Mm, Interesting. Um, Mother's Day started in 1908. Uh, A woman named Anna Jarvis, she was memorializing the life of her deceased mother, who was a champion for women's needs, women's rights, And she wanted to have a day for all mothers, to honor all mothers. So it started as that. For Father's Day, just shortly after that, a lady named Grace Golden Clayton, she wanted to honor her deceased father. But what happened, there was a historic explosion in um, a city in West Virginia called the, uh, I'm going to try my my uh, pronunciation, Mononga Mining Disaster. It was in 1907 where there was 362 men and boys that were killed in a mining explosion. It was a terrible accident. And about 1,000 children were left fatherless. So Grace Mm. decided she wanted to use um, her father's uh, day as a day to honor those families whose children were fatherless. So she wanted to create a day for that. So that's how it started. Well, that's interesting. My grandfather, my mother's father was a coal miner. Mm. And I I had heard of that disaster through their stories. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Very. So today, both holidays are, are more focused on the living, but it did start as a memorial for both of them. Wow. So as for Mother's Day, celebrating Father's Day is kind of a mixed bag of blessings and griefs. You know, we honor and pray for, obviously, all living fathers. Um, We honor those fathers who have lost a baby, a child, an adult child, a parent, or any dear loved one. And we think especially for those who have lost a father or a father figure, it makes that day a little bit more emotional. Um, Those who've experienced painful father relationships, that's another um, relationship to be aware of when you're celebrating Father's Day. 
you know, caused by divorce, separation, blended families, like you said, Rhonda, mm-hmm. um, estranged loved ones due to mental illness or some other factor. Um, we also honor and pray for those who long to become fathers and who are waiting or unable to. We keep those those um, people in mind. Yeah, we need to be very sensitive on both of those holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother's Day especially, we think about the women who long to have children. But the fathers, their hearts long for you know, their children as well. So we need to be sensitive to all those who are sensitive or grieving silently. We call them ambiguous griefs, mm-hmm. where it's not openly spoken, but they are grieving silently. So we just need to be sensitive and loving to the people in our lives or, you know, in our communities that might be suffering on that day. Exactly. Here are some ideas for honoring your grief and your father figure. Alrighty. We can acknowledge the feelings that we have. We can talk amongst our family and just speak openly about how we feel about our loved ones, the living ones and the deceased ones. You can plan your day rather than letting it sneak up on you. So for this Father's Day coming up, maybe plan something special, a walk in the park, a baseball game, or something like that, and you have more control over how the day is going to be spent rather than just letting it come upon you and you feel those emotions. Think of a way to honor your father on this special day. What were his interests, his gifts? What was his gift to the world? So think of something you can do that will honor that memory of your father. And maybe some of the positive traits that your father may have, the values or the belief systems that he have. So maybe if he was um, an honest person or a jovial person, Take those gifts or those traits and pass them along to someone else. And that creates um, a living memory of your father. Maybe you want to buy that Father's Day card. Even though your father might be deceased, you may want to make or buy a Father's Day card and either write a note to your father or you can give it to someone who you think might enjoy a Father's Day card in honor of your father. Just a way to say thank you and to honor your father. This is just some of the ideas that I had. You could give someone else a gift in memory of your father or make a donation to a charity that your father would have supported. Yes, and just going on a hike or a picnic or having a cookout or, you know, some activity that your father would have enjoyed and appreciated, going to Mass on Sunday and then uh, that's something that we would typically do and then have a gathering. You could share a meal with others who loved your father and share stories together. I know in my fi- uh, in my family when I was growing up on Father's Day, often we got together, like Kathy said, we did the cookout, but the meal was always coffee can stew um, because my grandfather was, uh, was a scout master. That's neat. You'll have to give us that recipe for that coffee can stew. We want to try that. Sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. You can also listen to music that your father liked. I think it's uh, my mother likes to listen to Irish music that my father enjoyed. Um, Or visiting a special place to remember him. We usually go to the cemetery. Um, 
planting a flower or a tree in their memory, that's always a good one. So I might do that this year. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right. I think one of the other things we did in our family was we visited a favorite restaurant. Like if they had a certain meal that they mm -hmm. liked, rather than cooking or cooking out, we would go to a certain restaurant where my dad liked. He liked steaks, filet mignon. Mm, nice. So we would go somewhere like that. All righty. I think we've already talked about how we honor our fathers, uh, living and deceased. So let's talk about some activities. Um, in our grief support group last month, we talked about telling your story. Uh, Father's Day um, is a day to remember what they meant to you, what impact they left in your life. So it's it's a good practice in the uh, grieving industry to write down or journal some of the things that you're feeling. So we have an activity called Remembering My Dad, and we can post that uh, uh, to, along with this podcast. So here's some questions that I'd like to entertain, and then we can all answer them. Places I go or will go because of you. And in my family, for my dad, it's baseball games. Mm. We always went to the Cleveland Indians um, down at the old stadium. We had our season tickets there. And then when he got older, we went to the Jacobs Field, as it was called. Um, some of the credit unions had, his credit union for Ford Motor had a annual picnic that we went to, uh, the UAW. So that's a memory that I have of my dad. So we go to those kind of things. What are some of the places that you go to because of your father? I would say traveling to visit family. He liked to be with family, and we always had, um, he was the oldest of 10, so lots of cousins. I have over, I don't know, 60 first cousins mm -hmm. on just his side and my mother as well. But we would go to family reunions, and he was the, you know, patriarch of the family so for many years that was something that he really enjoyed and so we will keep that tradition going on oh, what about you joel what places did you go or will you go well <clears throat> i'm probably going to cheat here and kind of roll all of your all of your ideas into one really because um you know, my dad, uh, when I was younger, he was, uh, he was a coach. Um, he, he went to all of our, all of our sporting events and, um, you know, he was always there for us, um, taught us, you know, hard work and, uh, discipline. And I think, you know, as an adult, I've been a coach and I've attended all all of my son's events and uh, taught him how to work hard and be disciplined. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, we didn't really, I mean, places. I mean, my dad, my dad was a Brown season ticket holder. I, I watch the Browns. I just, I don't go to the games. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was always. Um, doing some kind of a project at, around the house. So 
he would go to like Gold Circle or Forest City. Oh, I remember those. You know, yeah. those those stores to get supplies and mm-hmm. stuff. I live in an apartment, so I don't have that kind of stuff because I just didn't want to be bothered with it. So, <laughs> I mean, but we didn't really we didn't really vacation a lot. I mean, you know, um, we would go to Squire's Castle, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Kathy's. In my neck neck of the woods, um, when we were growing up, we we would do picnics there, and uh, I I still go to that park daily, um, to get my walk in or my my bicycle ride in. So, um, you know, the, that's kind of um, that's kind of my story and me and my dad remembering your dad, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, a couple of the other things. I'm just going to pick a few of the things from the activity, but things that I learned from my dad. My dad was an avid bowler. Um, so was my mom, but my dad more so. And he had a certain technique that he used. And he taught me the five-step bowling approach. And if I did it any other way, I would hear about it. Um, I was on many bowling leagues with him, and I had to do this five-step approach, you know, and... It had to be in his way. So That's whenever neat. I think about that, I think about my dad. That's neat. Yeah. I think uh, work ethic is something I really learned from my dad. He he and my mother had a business, plumbing, and a mechanical contractor that is still in existence. But they, they worked together, started it from their basement, and through the years grew it. But working, faith, you know, family... And having fun, and also being a patriot. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in the Navy. Um, but I think being a patriot was a part of his entire life. Um, and fixing things, definitely a fixer. Construction. Yeah, I think all of our, our guys yeah. had to be handymen. Right, right. Yeah. And being generous. I think my father was one of the most generous people I've ever known. That's one of the traits my dad had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so some of the other things that the activity asks is, what way am I a better person because of him? And for me personally, this bereavement ministry was actually started because of my dad. He died in 2006, and shortly after, we had um, a death of one of my coworkers, mm-hmm. and I felt a calling, you know, to go and assist and help this coworker. And it just kind of evolved from that point, and I found myself drawn to people who had lost someone because I had gone through that. So my bereavement ministry is something that is a, an out, you know, outreach of my dad, of his death. That's neat. Mm-hmm. What about you? Any Any ways that that you think you might be a better person because of your dad? I think I'm, I try to be generous as he was and help people. I think, uh, I'd like to think that I have, <laughs> he was a very jovial person, mm-hmm. and I think I try to be. I'm not always jovial, obviously, but I think um, being a better person is a is a journey, and I always think of um, my dad's sayings. He was um, one to always say the first 100 years are the hardest. 
He'd mm. say, don't, sm- don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I raised five kids, you know. I had them very quickly in seven years. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he would always keep me calm because he was the oldest of ten. Mm-hmm. So he grew up with that part of his life being the norm. So if I was stressed over being so busy or whatever, he'd say, remember, the first hundred years are the hardest. And it always made the me laugh. The first 100 years. Yeah, it always made me laugh and keep things in perspective. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Those memories, they're, they're, they're cherished, and they also create a legacy that we pass on to our kids. You'll right. find yourself telling that to your kids, too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so when the activity is posted on the podcast, there's two sides of the activity. One is remembering your dad, and the other one is for dad's who have lost a child or someone whom they love. So there's questions specifically for that type of a situation too. So um, if you go out to our our podcast and look at those, it might be something that you can do on Father's Day or any time during the year. Excellent. So in closing, Rhonda, you've provided us with a nice prayer, a litany for Father's Day written by author and speaker Laura Kelly Finucci in her blog, Mothering Spirit. And I think we should recite it. Yes. Alrighty. God of love, today we ask your blessing on all who give their lives with a father's love. Bless new fathers and wise grandfathers. Bless loving uncles and caring godfathers. Bless fathers who await the birth of their child with joy. Bless men who did not expect or want to become fathers. Bless bless men who embrace fatherhood through adoption or foster parenting, remarriage or single parenthood. Bless men still waiting and hoping to become fathers. Bless fathers whose work takes them away from their children. Bless fathers whose work is with their children. Bless fathers whose lives are shaped by war, poverty, or violence. Bless fathers who work for peace, freedom, and justice. Bless teachers and mentors who serve as father figures. Bless our priests and ministers who lead as loving parents. Bless men who are separated from their children by force or choice. Bless families without fathers and all who love in abundance in their absence. Bless fathers who have lost a child. Bless all whose fathers have failed to meet their needs for love. Bless all who celebrate Father's Day. Bless all who struggle with Father's Day. In the the name name of of the Trinity, Trinity, Father, Son, and and Holy Spirit, Spirit, we we pray. pray. Amen. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Again, we want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And... We'd also invite you to connect with us via our website at www.cleesem.org. On Facebook, we are at Catholic Cemeteries Association. 
on Twitter. We are at Clee Catholic Sons, and that's Twitter and Instagram, at Clee Catholic Sons. And then you can visit us online at, under our media tab on the website or on WordPress at Cleveland Catholic Cemeteries. Listen to CC Airwaves on your favorite streaming platform. Following this podcast, we also invite you to listen in to the recitation of the rosary. We will be uploading the Sorrowful Mysteries series and praying that with everyone um, so that we'll complete our rosary series so that every day of the week you'll be able to, under our CC Airwaves channel, pray along the rosary with us and pray the different mysteries of the rosary. Thank you, Rhonda and Kathy, for joining us today. Thank you to the listeners for listening, and uh, hopefully this helps get through uh, a Father's Day for everybody. Hope it's a, a good one. And until the next time, take care, everyone.